Welcome, everybody, to Kicking with the Compa. It's just me. Hi, I'm Sammy Gonzalez, a.k.a. The Mexcellence. Now, for those of you listening on audio, this is just the me show. So if you don't like me, you can just get on out of here. But for those of you watching live and the, those of you who watch on video and post that can see me, hi, it's a little bit of a different setup right now. So as you can see, I'm in my living room slash workspace slash battle area. The guys did want to come do a show. They were fully set on coming and doing a show. But in the city of Austin right now, it is 29 degrees. The roads are icy. And pretty much everything is shut down because we have no infrastructure whatsoever. So I said, guys, stay home. I don't want to have to save you from the snow. I'll go ahead and I'll do a show myself. So I, I planned on doing a show by myself. A microphone decided to break. Um, I was literally screwing and unscrewing with an Allen wrench. It, it just was an awful, awful situation. Um, so I was trying to be ahead of time and uh, or rather on time. I was prepared ahead of time and then everything just went to shit. So I had to finagle this and I'm going to finagle things back. It's just going to be a whole bunch of finagling. And so hopefully this stream goes well. But in this first portion, for those of you watching live, it's going to be just this right here. It's going to be just me and you talking to the to the show and the podcast and the things we're talking about. And then after that, we're going to do a little bit of gaming as well. I bought a game called Hellish Court. It's a sword fighting game. It's hyper-realistic, apparently, in terms of how you uh, slay somebody with a sword. I have a controller here, so I have it all set up. So hopefully everything will be good. First thing I want to talk about, this topic, this video in particular, has been real controversial going on. It's the Mr. Beast makes a thousand people see for the first time. So the premise of the video, if I can go ahead and show it to you real quick, um, that is that one right there. So let me see if I can find the thumbnail because the thumbnail is extra spooky. And let's see if I can find it. Well, I'll just do it here. Mr. Beast blind video controversy, you can see. So first of all, that a thousand people blind see blind people see for the first time 67 million views three days i don't watch mr beast i've watched the um not the hunger games but rather the um squid game video he did i thought that was very creative i watched some of his stuff to learn some of the techniques about engagement and the thing is I can apply some of those things, but ultimately we do different content, so it's a little bit hard to do that. But obviously, you look at what he's done here. Great success. Let me see. Where's my control plus? Can I zoom in? There we go. And that thumbnail has been getting a lot of people upset because they're looking at that thumbnail and they go, uh, why is he making that creepy face? Why is everything so Photoshopped? Why is he crying? Why is that kid crying? It's Someone even said it was devilish or, or hellish even that he would do something like this or make a thumbnail like this where this kid is cured of blindness. They Photoshop some crying in there and he's got this big old plastic grin and the eye, direct eye contact to the screen. A lot of techniques to get you to click and watch the show, to click and watch the episode. And I watched it and, and this I, mean, I can show you a little bit right now. It's not going to get us in trouble too much, but this guy seemingly on the surface level wants to do good. And so what he does is he gets his money from all the YouTube clicks and all the things he's got, the Fortnite deals, he's a millionaire by far. Um, and he decided, hey, there's this 10-minute procedure that people can do. It gets rid of uh, the cloudiness and like one of their cataracts or something like that. And they put in a, a artificial one and boom, the cloudiness that comes from natural lenses is gone. 
and he's able to do this and people were pretty very happy and excited about it and then there were some other people that weren't so happy and excited about it so let's take a look this video we're hearing a thousand people's blindness yay most of us see the world like this but here's the thing 200 million people see the world like this right but i just made it one less oh Wow. She's just one of a thousand blind people we help from around the world. Okay, so he goes on and he's like, all right, I fixed the blind. I can make the blind see again. Modern day Jesus Christ, as some people are saying, jokingly and maybe even sometimes serious. But essentially the premise is there's this very simple surgery. I'm able to fix it. I watched the video and I was like, you know what? Good on you, Mr. Beast. If you're going to have all this money... Do something good with it, because if I had a million dollars, if I had a billion dollars, a hundred thousand, a hundred million dollars, a hundred thousand million dollars, I would want to do stuff like this, too. And so he does the video and people are thankful that they're getting their vision. One teenager was like, I can't drive because I've had eye issues. He gets the repair. He gives him a Tesla, which now we know are shitty cars that explode. But. The gesture was kind. The kid wanted to drive, and now he gets to drive. There was another guy. He wanted to see his dad, or rather, he wanted to see his son as the first person he could see with his new vision. Mr. Beast flew in the kid, and uh, the dad saw his son for the first time after however many years with the cataracts and the, and the fogginess in the eyes. And people are losing their damn minds. They're like, this is great. This is so awesome, and he's so kind for him to do this. And other people are just like, no, millionaires are bad, and, and, corporate, and the medical care could be doing this. How dare we? have a paywall for vision it's so sick and disgusting and i think there's a middle ground between those two options because i watched it i thought it was heartwarming but there was a part of me that was like yeah i wish that we could do this more i wish this was more accessible more affordable if it's a very simple procedure it's in and now it takes like 10 minutes or so and it's an outpatient procedure you can go about your day seeing very clearly because you're not really doing anything too much and surprisingly eyes heal fast um this would benefit a lot of people and he even said that he gave a big donation to a worldwide cause that will help vision, uh, the same surgery, and provide vision research and whatnot for deterioration. And he gave some people $10,000, $5,000 just to help out with their you know bills and stuff because a lot of them had some sob stories because they couldn't work and they couldn't see. And I fall towards the good. This is a good thing, I think. Um, wait, what happened? There's someone behind you. It's called crosslink. Sammy's called crosslinking. I did it. What happened? There's someone behind me. Uh, I can't, I can't, I'm not paying attention, guys. If someone's behind me, I'm gonna get murdered. I'm focused on all of you guys. So I was just wanting to give my two cents on that because I think the net gain of a thousand people being able to see, and he also goes to other countries. He went to like Nicaragua, he went to parts of Africa, he went to Mexico to make sure this procedure was done. And, and one thing that another person references that he doesn't show kids in his videos, like he doesn't want to show children get, having this procedure done because of privacy and whatnot. And I think that that is a really good thing for people to like, to, for people to realize that. A philanthropist is not bad. <laughs> a guy who has a lot of money that does a lot of nice things. Now, is there that element of exploitation? Yes, I think that that is the case. Is it kind of sick that you have to exploit somebody so that they can get a surgery that will change their quality of life? 
Absolutely. But I don't think that's Mr. Beast's fault, and which that's frustrating to say. And I hate that. I'm like, I'm not one to defend millionaires or billionaires because they got all the money. They don't need shit. They don't need my adoration. But for Christ's sakes, there's plenty of them that aren't doing this. And it sounds like such a small scale thing. Oh, it's called Crosslink. Oh, DJ Lemon did the eye surgery. You know, it's such a small scale thing that billionaires aren't trying to do it like the bill and melinda gates foundation if whatever that's called anymore they broke up uh, whatever that's called like they're not doing that they're they're doing other philanthropic things outside and what he was able to do was provide this one thing for a thousand people he got his 60 billion clicks and they had to be on camera for a little bit people waving in lines and waving to the camera you know what there's like a trade-off there's like a fucking trade-off that they could do and i think that the trade-off is fair i don't think it's just and i don't think that that should be the case but i do think in a strange way that it's fair that this was able to occur for these people because a little bit of camera time it's an eight minute video and you get eyesight for many many more years some for the rest of their life there's some elderly people there I think that's the trade-off, you know. And so Rico Heroes in the chat. So far, the optics are missed, but feeling the feeling of doing a good for clicks is the part I have a hard time accepting. And I think the world is so starved of this type of good that I, that's why we've come to this point. Because if someone were to do this and not tell anybody, not record it, they just did it quietly, made a thousand people see, maybe there'd be a newspaper article, maybe there'd be some legend about it, maybe there'd be some hearsay about it. But would that influence people to go and do that thing or to help, I don't know, donate or protest a call to action? I mean, it, the, I think that's the the optics of it. I think that's the exploitative nature in a way, I guess, yes, absolutely. The exploitative nature of it brings attention to it. And at the end of the day, thousands of dollars were donated for this. And I wonder if this causes more people to donate for this type of surgery because it is so accessible and it is maybe not affordable for everybody, but maybe there's a fund that can serve this, you know? So I don't know. I think Mr. Beast's next video should be, um, I want bodily autonomy for women, and and, I, and I'll and i do anything I can to make that happen. I'll, I'll give free abortion pills for all the women that need it in states that are fucked up, or uh, transgender rights, and uh, oh, ooh, that'd be a good one. A LGBTQ book fair where you just give a bunch of gay books out in the most like disgusting places that are banning all that shit. Like, you start getting political, Mr. Beast. I know that doesn't sell, doesn't get much clicks, but you seem like a halfway decent person. Do I need you to be the savior of all mankind? I don't need you to be. I don't want you to be. But continue doing some good. I like I said, it's 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 tough. It's tough and it's a little icky, but at the cost of people saying. And so let's see here. The wrong part is that you would need to have a system in which healthcare is both high quality and free for 300 million people. We got billionaires. Tax those motherfuckers. I mean, I paid more in taxes than Donald Trump's bitch ass did, and he's only a millionaire. So start with the millionaires. Start with the billionaires. Millionaires and billionaires, as uh, Bernie Sanders would say, and you go from there. I'm I'm a universal healthcare guy. My healthcare, I have okay healthcare, and I still pay 60 bucks every time I have a sore throat. Like, I had a sore throat for a month, like literally since like last December, um, like mid December, and it's 
really starting to be okay. And they're like, ah, it's, it's allergies. That's this, that's that. And I'm like, help me. And every time I went to ask somebody, it was $60. And like, help me. But yeah, capitalism sucks. Be a man. Next up, this is from Key. <laughs> it's for a new Super Bowl commercial. Um, Super Bowl's coming up. Uh, be excited for the Super Bowl show that we're going to be doing in a few weeks. Not this week, but next week. Um, so not this coming Sunday, but the Sunday after that. Uh, what day would that be? I don't know. I have my calendar up. But Super Bowl ads are going to be coming up real quick. And so we'll do some reviews. We'll do some of our favorites, some of the best and worst and whatnot. But this one right here, Key turned me on to, and I was a little bit confused, and I was mostly a little bit upset about how he framed it, because how he framed it was, Anna Ferris is in an avocado commercial with a hot Mexican, and I was like, what? That doesn't make much sense. So let's watch the the teaser, the big game teaser for the avocados from Mexico uh, thing, and let's just see also the Instagram post, because um, I'm quite vexed over this. Since time began, there has been one fruit with the ability to change the world. One fruit that can alter history with one small bite. One fruit with the ability to make everything better. <laughs> That's a horrible font tape. Oh, they whispered it seductively. Avocados from Mexico. No, that one, little bit weird. Why Anna Ferris is the avocados from Mexico spokeswoman. But the thing that confused me the most was the the Instagram post she did to announce this alongside with that teaser right quick. Um, Key, who's an editor, friend of the show, uh, was like, hey, man, I saw... Anna Ferris with some hot ass Mexican dude who was selling avocados. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, Key? That's a weird thing to say to me. Don't don't just come into my abode and in my face and say, yeah, look at this picture of a shirtless Anna Ferris and a shirtless Mexican dude. When I was like, that's not what I wanted for my day. So let's take a look at it here. And yeah, there's the post. Here's some tasty avocado news. I'm finally making my big game debut with avocados from Mexico. And they have Anna Ferris, and she's got, like, the Garden of Eden hair over her bosom. And then you have this guy who's clearly wearing, like, a nude uh, a nude cover. Like, you can see his hip. Um, do Eating uh, avocado burritos. Not burritos, I'm sorry. Hamburgers and guacamole. And, like, all the avocados that are cut have pits, it looks like, except for one. And I look at this image, and I'm just like, what the hell is going on here? Why is Anna Ferris the avocado lady? Because you look at that Mexican dude right there, and why, like, why not make the commercial about a hunk? What, like, you know what? Look, I just watched episode three of The Last of Us. Spoiler alert: It's about a very gay couple. Well, I don't know if they're very gay or just gay and very in love. Point is, it was fucking heart wrenching. Go watch it if you can. But I'm already like, okay, that put me out of my comfort zone. There's a lot of beards mushing together and friction on the beards. And I was like, that'd be weird if I was kissing somebody with a beard. One, because I'm not into it. And two, I think that would just be a lot in the way. Point is, I'm open to seeing a hunky guy shirtless trying to sell me avocados. And Anna Ferris is just there. Um, uh, she's attractive, yes, but. That, quite frankly, that dude is more attractive. And then I thought, and then I had the idea, 
Who has been the hunkiest? The hunkiest of all Mexicans lately. And it's a layup. The guy could be wearing the same thing he wore in the movie that he was in. And of course I'm talking about Tenoch Huerta. Why the hell is he the, not the avocado guy? Apparently he's smuggling them in his shorts that they had to digitally alter that. <laughs> you know? He's the avocado guy. He's got, look at, literally avocado green shorts on. If you're telling me that a shirtless, a shirtless Tenoch Huerta came out of the jungle and was like, buy these avocados. I don't know if he talks like that, but buy these avocados. And you were just there. Your girlfriend would buy avocados. Your your daughter who's coming of age would be like, ay, Dios mio. And then she'd probably go buy avocados. Like, that dude is a hunk. And he deserves a Super Bowl ad. I think of anybody anywhere deserves a Super Bowl ad. And like they're saying in the chat, uh, Raquin, I'd rather have a Mexican spokesperson for the Avocado for Mexico commercial than Anna Ferris. Exactly. I don't know why we're paying second fiddle to Anna Ferris for Avocados from Mexico. Like, it makes no sense to me. And look, at these guys are the same color. They have that different hair. That's about it. Give me hunky shirtless Tenoch Huerta selling avocados. That's what I want. Because you're already taking away the sexy M&Ms, goddammit. No kidding. <laughs> By the way, that's a whole other Super Bowl setup that I want to talk about real quick. Because, um, Jesus Christ, people. Super Bowl commercial. All the people talking about the M&Ms being too sexy or not sexy enough. Um, now they're called uh, the Ma and Yaz. For Maya Rudolph, she's now the new spokes candy of... Eminem, and it's like, okay, it's a nice little gimmick or whatever, but I really, 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 in like the deepest part of my soul, hope they really just come for all the conservatives. I want them, I want them, them to make the Eminems fucking like sexy. I want stripper Eminems. Fuck all this other stuff, you know. Oh, the Eminems, she's wearing heels, she lost her pumps, now she's wearing chucks. She's gay now, and then there's a transgender purple one because she's she's chubby, even though she's just a peanut M&M, and there's already a chubby yellow M&M, whatever. But she's wearing combat boots, and everybody's uh, homosexual or transgendered, and uh, it's people are losing their mind. I'm just saying I want M&Ms to fully commit to that. I want red and, red and yellow just smooching, and I think orange was once crispy, and now he's peanut. No, no I'm sorry, not peanut, pretzel. So we went from crispy to pretzel. I don't know what that is in terms of transgenderism in the Eminem community, but I'm fucking for it. So he could still be a nervous wreck, but at least he is who he is. And then I don't even know what the other Eminems are. Let's see. Eminem spokes candies. And apparently Webster got mad because they said spokes candies wasn't a real word. Of course, it's not a real fucking word. Webster. We're not, but then again, it's a new word now. So, yeah, because... Oh, let me go back to the main screen because orange right there. Yeah, he started off as crispy and then now he's pretzel, I believe. And then she wait. Oh, she still has the pumps. Is the brown one still attractive? Yeah, she still has the pumps. She lost her go-go boots and now she has uh, vans. Uh, Blue put on some. Oh, that's right. They put on fucking pants except for apparently orange. Um or are they just now more light, light colored? I don't know. 
but point is, look at that. And look at they're in a gay relationship. Them two are in a gay relationship. Blue is from like the 70s. People forgot about Blue, I think. And he's just like, hey, dog, whatever's. There you go. There's the rest of them. So look, folks, the Super Bowl commercial is going to come out. A lot of them are going to be real done, real dumb. You know, hell, even the, the fucking candy name melts in your mouth, not in your hand. That is the, the sign of a good lover. So let them be lovers. Let them all let them all be together. Why the fuck not? Why not? It doesn't matter. It doesn't affect you. Also, Anna Ferris, just get away from my goddamn avocados. How long have I been doing this? Let's see real quick. Oh, we're about halfway through. Well, you know what? That makes us come to a quick commercial break. Uh, I got to do a quick ad. And uh, we have, let's see, we got some organizing and then we have some deep fake stuff. It's, it's going to get real weird. Uh, this, the last one's actually pretty serious and I do have some very strong opinions on that. About, uh, it's about deep fake porn. Uh, it's, it's weird. So uh, we'll be right back after these commercial breaks. And uh, yeah, stick around for the gaming section in just a few moments after uh, the second half of the show. Be right back. Welcome to the Manscaped Ad. I'm Sammy. Once again, it's Manscaped Ad time. Did you know that Manscaped... I wonder if you guys saw my faces, how severe I was trying to get that first Manscaped Ad. Anyway, it's the Manscaped Ad. Did you know that over 4 million people trust their nether regions with Manscaped products? And did you know that they now have a product for above the belt? That's right. Well, other than your body hair. Above the neck. There you go. That's a little bit better. With the Beard Hedger. Now, I just did a TikTok over the last couple days just trying out the Beard Hedger, using it without looking at the instructions, just out of the box, going and hitting the sideburns, hitting everything. And look at that right there. You see that? That nice little fade in? That was done in six minutes just on the first time using it. And then I use this to polish up the rest of my beard, the mustache, so if everything looks clean, clear, and proper. I even use it to shave my head. I hit it with a straight uh, a straight razor, so it's not as smooth, don't get me wrong, but I used it to knock down the heavies, and then I use this, uh, yeah, to knock down the heavies and then get it all nice and smooth afterwards, using all Manscaped products. So Manscaped takes care of you head to toe. And you can get taken care of for 20% off and free shipping using coupon code MEX20. That's right. Coupon code MEX20. That's M-E-X-2-0. Gives you 20% off and free shipping off of the entire website. And this thing right here will get you ready for Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is coming up. If you have that special someone or if you're that special someone that just wants to look and feel good, go ahead and get yourself the Beard Hedger for your face. Get yourself the Lawnmower 4.0 for the body. Get yourself everything. Everything for Manscaped, from Manscaped, by Manscaped. It smells great. It works excellently. The products are high quality. Oh, it's so wonderful. I love it, and you'll love it too. Coupon code MEX20, 20% off and free shipping off everything. Every, and I mean everything. And order now, so that way you can get it in time for Valentine's Day. Get yourself shaving clean, and it'll be delightful for everybody involved. We'll be right back after uh, maybe a, uh, more commercial messages. I don't know. Maybe. And maybe I'll buy one to give one away. I don't know. I have a lot of other giveaways we need to do. So thank you for sticking around. And use that coupon code MEX20. It helps the podcast. And it help you. Thanks, everybody. Be right back once again. This is the one I want. Hi, everybody. Welcome back from... Uh, 
the ad breaks. So let's see. Uh, first time chatter. Diza Blivendron. The funny guy on death row was given a last snack due to complications with the electric chair. He wanted currants. Hmm. Also, Jurassic Jackass. I love that the first time you commented was to tell me that the sound was off. I do appreciate that. Um, also, welcome to the chat. Uh, feel free to welcome and converse, converse everywhere else. I do appreciate you sticking around. A lot of people are here. But... Dollar, oh, Dollar Manula was here. Rico here is 647. Uh, Key was in here trying to help me too. But you know what? The second take is always the best take. And this is my first take here. This is just something, though, on this first take that I'm making about this topic. Something that irked me. Now, I was not on the trend of Marie Kondo. Now, if you don't know who Marie Kondo was, this is literally all I heard about a couple of years ago about her. Because I didn't follow it. I don't watch things. You guys know this. I don't watch movies on TV. Less is the last of us go watch that. But all I knew was that she was this lady who was like, hey, do you have a lot of clutter in your house? Do you have a bunch of just garbage, just trash everywhere and things that you keep for years and years and years? Newspapers from 1984, uh, a, a, a bottle of Robitussin that you haven't quite finished yet that you just are waiting for a rainy day to use. And she asked the question, does it spark joy? And if it didn't spark joy, she was like, fuck that. Get rid of it. You don't need it. Sell it. Trash it. Do whatever you got to do. And that's all I really knew about it. And I said, oh, okay. Seems like a pretty good idea. And then I just fucking left it alone because it didn't matter to me that much. But if you want a little example of that, let's go ahead and take a look at like uh, her and uh, Hassan Minhaj, who was like, yeah, I want to be on the show. Let's see what this is about. Hey, I'm Hassan Minhaj. I'm the host of Patriot Act Wait, now Netflix. he's now he's saying his and name wrong? Marie Kondo, and she's going to change my life. What if I just how watched it like this? I'm doing great. Nice to meet you. Hello, I'm Marie Kondo. Mission is to spark the world, uh, spark the world to tidying. Tidying is not about just cleaning. It's about creating a space that sparks the joy. Thanks for coming to my office. It's my office and my baby's nursery. It's a lot. New. Yeah, there's a and lot. No artwork on the walls yeah, whatsoever. I can wait. This is my office. Good mess. Okay, good. See, because I think of this as organized chaos. I try to tell people to sit down, but the thing is, is that I have to read the news. It's a news-driven show. I have all these ideas, and I need to put them somewhere. So I don't want to throw these away. So and this is busy of Ryan stuff like this, like me, like it just has everything's everywhere. I mean, it actually looks pretty good. But look, it does it make you? Does it spark joy to have fifty of them? She asked. Yeah, it makes me really happy. And you have no option but to have all fifty. Can we do two more things? Here's the thing. This all, I feel like needs to go. This is insane. This is a cable for I don't know what. And this is my old MacBook that I just. Don't want anyone to find. Okay, so this is my daughter's room. So there you go. Look, so he's just, she's just going, oh, no, wrong one. She's just going through everything. Hey, do you need this? Do you want this? And this was a fucking sensation. People were. Put her down for a nap and uh go back to work. (laughs) Oh, froze there for a second, everybody. Sorry about that. But that was the crux of it. It was just like, hey. Is this a thing that you want? Is this okay for you? You don't need it? Okay. Throw it out. You don't need a box of aux cables. I mean, I swear to God, I have a box of cables that I probably should just get rid of. 
And if I had Marie Kondo, she'd be like, does the spark join? I'd be like, no, but I might need it one time, which that would be for most cables that I carry. But like, see, I would love to see a Mexican on that show. That's the problem. But the Mexican, a lot of the stuff would be utility. Like it would be random, but it would be utility. Like I have a lot of stuff that I just keep on the off chance that I use it. And what was it most recently? It was something that I was like, I'm going to keep this because I'm going to need it someday. And obviously it just went unused for a while. And then I happened upon a circumstance where I was like, oh, shit, I need a blank, blank, and blank. And I was like, yeah, I got it. And I went to the direct spot, picked it up, and it was vindication, right? So that was all she's saying. But now, that was you know six years ago. Her life's changed. She has two kids now. And now there's a new thing where she's saying, you know what? I've kind of given up on the tidy thing. Like, my house is a little messy. And, you know, uh, maybe tidying wasn't so important. So let's read from USA Today. Marie Kondo famously loves, famously loves mess, but she's lost interest in cleaning it up. Kondo, the Japanese businesswoman who established herself as tidying up mogul with books and a Netflix series, is now a mother of three and discovered that there's more to life than keeping a house perfectly clean and compartmentalized. Up until now, I was a professional tidier, so I did my best to keep my home tidy at all times. I kind of given up on it in a good way. Giving up on that in a good way for me. Now, I realize what is important to me is enjoying spending time with my children at home, she really said during a webinar and virtual tea ceremony the Washington Post attended. True joy is all about balance, according to therapists, and it's best to figure out what works for you rather than tidying. So let me just go ahead and get this cough away real quick. (coughs) Excuse me. But people on social media, of course, erupted at the thought of not needing to adhere to strict cleanliness advice. If Marie Kondo gives up, then so do I, one person wrote. A screenshot of that Marie Kondo headline about giving up tidying after kids, after having three kids, has taken over the mom internet like nothing I've ever seen. A lot of parents I follow on social media had a very schadenfreude reaction, says Regine Galanti, a clinical psychologist. Now, uh, one of them that I was able to catch real quick was, uh, let's see, this one here. Marie Kondo admits she's kind of given up on tidying up after three kids. Vindication is mine. It's like, that was where I started having a problem. (laughs) Because look, if you are with many children, and I don't have children, so I'm not going to speak like I have children. If you have many children, though, one child, and things aren't as tidy around the house, and in the midst of all that, someone was like, you know what you need to do? You need to fucking clean your house. And you took that personally, that's on you. For someone who says, like, vindication, like, he tries to talk it back right down here. There are a lot of people commenting and retweeting who either, one, don't have kids, or two, think I have some kind of ill will towards her because she spoke capital T truth. It's like, uh, let's see here. Mary kind of admits she's kind of given up. Oh, after having three kids. That's pretty funny. Okay. So they're, they're kind of having this dunk moment where they're like, see – I don't have to clean my house. My house can be messy and I have kids and it's hard and you can't do everything. So fuck you, Marie Kondo. And it's like, why do you care so fucking much? Why did you, first of all, why did you take it so damn seriously in the first place? Like the concept of, oh, does, if I'm cleaning up, does this make me happy or is it just clutter? Fucking great. Fucking great. I, that's great advice. Why would you t- – I mean she took it to the extreme because that's her job and that's what she was able to make a franchise off of, right? She was able to monetize like, hey, yeah, I can write a book about tidying. I can write about philosophies of tidying and I can do a show about it and you know, have celebrities on, clean their messy houses and say, you know what? Maybe you can too. Like she's 
a step above like a TV chef, you know, it's like, oh yeah, that looks like something I could do. And then you try it and you go, oh, I did it. Success. And then you're like, well, I don't have as many years of experience, but some of these fucking people I've been reading took it so fucking seriously. And, and my thing is, and the thing that upsets me is like, you need to observe yourself a little bit. I wish people had a little more self-awareness because you know what? It's not about you. And and you make everything – people make things about them so personally and so deeply. Everything is so tied to their identity because a lot of the people that are dunking are parents. And their identity as a parent and trying to be a good parent – everybody wants to be a good parent – is so tied to who they are that anybody offering any sort of – maybe even a slight critique. Maybe it's a backhanded critique. Maybe it's like, oh, I can't keep everything clean because I'm, I'm taking care of my kids because I'm a good parent. So fuck you, lady. It's like that's like the wrong approach. That's like the worst approach you could take for something like that. You know, like you want to just be in a position where you go, yes, I have my kids. My house isn't as clean as I want it to be. But at the end of the day, I want it to be presentable for the people around me. I want it to be safe and clean for the kids. And if there's some junk that I don't need, if it does not make me happy to have this junk, just throw it out. Throw it out and that's okay. And they just completely absorbed themselves and they held on to it that because somebody else was doing something that they couldn't, it made them feel lesser than or they didn't accept that kids would make this type of lifestyle difficult and that they were going to be imperfect because of it or they weren't going to have this one skill, which is something that everybody has, which is cleaning, right? And they just took it so harshly. And I'm like, why do you, why are people like this? That's the biggest question I have. And I think that's what upset me the most. Like, why are people this way? Why are they so aggressively and violently trying to be perfect or trying to be the best in that way and by and even if they're not trying to be that why vindication is even the word you'd use for Marie Kondo finding happiness herself realizing that yeah maybe being so clean after kids wasn't so difficult maybe I wasn't fucking talking to you parents when I was telling people to clean up their fucking houses um Rico Hero donating five tier one subs oh my god there's lots of prince noises let me see alert box let's go ahead and bring this up front there we go captain 007 Juan solo Juan two solo new kicks genius monster are all now and tishba's also here tishba's been around for a while i believe um so welcome back yeah you're gonna hear some prince noises while i talk about this so i just let's actually look at rakeen's comment marie kondo told y'all to chill out and organize and some of you took it to a cultish level that lady was all vibes. If you feel betrayed by her admitting to being messy now because of her kids, you were the ones who did too much. You didn't need storage bins. You needed therapy. That's a good point. Marie Kondo genuinely made me reflect on the cons- my consumption and my emotional ties to stuff, which I still think about today. Somehow her lifestyle changes haven't shattered my reality. And that's the takeaway. That's a healthy takeaway. You know, and, and so I found this other tweet here. Uh, actually, that goes right along that t- that line. Um Rakeen, where you go to it, and it was right there. Marie Kondo, this is uh, John Kung, Chef John Kung. Marie Kondo told y'all to chill out and organize, and some of you took it to a cultish level. Oh, did you just copy and paste that? That lady was all vi- Oh, yeah, you did. Actually, good job, Rakeen. Yes, that was exactly the, the tweet that I pulled up. Either you saw it in the preview or whatever. But, yeah, let's see what this person said. She admits she has kind of given up on tidying after three kids. Where's the official apology to those of us who she influenced to make our clothes into little envelopes while we had three kids? Why do you need an apology, real Sarah Polly? Why do you need an apology? What did she do to you that warrants an apology? 
hey, maybe you should, uh, like, like any dietitian would say, maybe you should eat healthy. Like, not you specifically, lady. I'm not talking to you, but I'm just saying generally. Maybe you need to eat properly. Maybe you need to get 30 minutes a day of exercise. Maybe you need to drink some water. You know, those are recommendations. Now, can everybody do that? No. People have physical disabilities. People have thyroid issues. People have foot injuries. People have disabilities of all sorts of types that they can't do certain things. But someone recommending that to a broad audience, that's not offensive. That's just advice. And if you can't block out advice that people are giving to you, because most advice... If it's on TV, a lot of it's shitty anyway. Um, but if it's from the Mexlens, it's fucking great advice all the time. Always accurate. So make sure you're only listening to me. <laughs> but, like, you should be able to hear some advice and then just cycle it out and be like, what is the best thing I can take from that? What is the thing that you're actually trying to teach me? Not, I'm going to follow it to a fucking T until I poison myself and uh, with resentment and, and anger because my kids keep throwing mashed potatoes on the floor and I can't keep it fucking clean because they won't eat fucking right because they're two years old. That's on you. You need the therapy. You need to, you need to get that shit settled. You need to stop following people so fucking strictly. Like I talked about Mr. Beast earlier. Do I follow him crazy? No. Are there people that do? Yes. Are a lot of them children? Yes. It's not their fault. Are a lot of them older people? Yeah. And you need to not follow that dude so closely. Elon Musk, perfect example. A lot of people follow him and, and talk about the things he does and how he's so great and he, they defend him online. And it's like, why are you doing that? Why are you so tied to this person that you don't know? Why are these people so mad at Marie Kondo when all she said, hey, maybe fucking clean up a little bit? And, I, and someone else said on, on the internet, they were like, yeah, your dirty isn't her dirty. She's given up on tidying, but I bet you your house is fucking clean as shit. Might be some clothes on the ground, but... Otherwise, it's clean. It's like her thing. You know, she has the experience in it, like I said, and that's okay. But that really irked me. I don't know why. And like I said, I don't even follow her that well. But you just, you got to get them, like, you got to be a man <laughs> or a woman or, or they and them. Be whoever, but just be that thing, whatever you are, and, and be steadfast in yourself a little bit. Have a little bit of assurance that the things that you've learned, the experiences that you've had, are enough and that if someone's treading their own way, um, as long as it's not impeding your path, they can do the, or the path of others for the record. Yeah. Like if, uh, if someone's impeding the path of fucking gay marriage or abortion rights or things of that sort, those are the things that you fucking fight head on. Those are the things that fucking matter. Those are the things that people, that people need numbers and volume and help. Those are the causes that you give yourself to. Police brutality, that fucking video, I've not seen and I won't talk about it, but I don't know why I said it like that. But yeah, no, um, that's the shit you rally for. That's the shit that you feel mad about. Not fucking Marie Kondo not cleaning up a fucking kitchen or a fucking folding laundry. Get your priorities on straight. Have a little more, once again, steadfastness in who you are and what you when you believe in. Um the Dez. What if she co-writes a book with Jordan Peterson? Oh, well, then that's fucking awful. Then I'll hate her. Like I said, until she impedes progress or or equal rights for people, then it's fine. But it's like, to be honest, I don't like unsolicited advice, the Dez says. But if I'm watching her show, then I'm the one seeking it out. Yeah. I mean, unsolicited advice is like, that. that's if I were to go up to you, the Dez, and be like, if you were like 9,000 pounds and I was like, yeah, you probably need to lose weight. It's like, that's fucking rude. But if the show on the tab says, hey, you know, Mary Kondo likes cleaning up houses and wants to show you how to, and you go, ah, I think that's interesting, you click on it, 
then you're going to get the advice. That's why you watch a cooking show. It's like watching a cooking show, like I said, and being like, ah, I don't want to learn how to cook Italian. Italian food? The fuck is this? It's like, that's what you signed up for. Now, in the segue of all segues of the century, um, speaking about things you didn't sign up for, boom. Imagine Andrew Tate saying that bullshit. That's not the, that's not the transition. <laughs> Andrew Tate, I saw a video today. I need, I saved the screenshot and I probably will show that at the end. Let me see. Cause that shit, it was an Andrew Tate style thing that I saw and it infuriated me to a T. If I can get on my Twitter, I'll be able to find it really quickly, but, and I think I can, um, but we're not going to talk about that real quick. This is another thing that I saw. Um, I saw the Philip DeFranco show. If you watch that, I'm a, I've been since like 2007. Like I've been watching that cat for a long time and he just brought to my attention. <laughs> hold on. Brought to my attention this one situation that just happened with some deep fake porn. Deep now, the situation is there's a YouTuber or a content creator named Atrioc who went on his channel and or rather he was on a stream or whatever, and he was playing his game, he was doing his thing, and he flashed a tab. There you go. I can find it right here. Flash the tab that, if you want to look at it, uh, right there, kind of in the middle. You can look at my mouse real quick. In the middle right there, he was playing his game, flashed the tab, and that tab was of uh, deep fake porn. But the problem was the deep fake porn. Well, I mean, the problem was deep fake porn. But the problem specifically with this was that the porn was of the person uh, a person in his community who's also a gamer a female gamer is a series of them there was two of them that somebody dragged their faces and put them on some sort of adult video and he had it on all of his many tabs and he flashed the tabs people saw it it was for half a second actually if i want to play this clip real quick uh phil defranco don't demonetize me real quick but uh let's see actually played it right there let's see if you can find it real quick uh, I have the Bad audio. Right, so this whole situation starts from let's a small see, play clip right from a recent stream that Atrioc did. What time is it where I am? So that was the blip, right? You saw a flash and a blip, and that was as long as it was. But internet sleuths, they stopped it, and they found it, and it was atrocious. It was really gross, the fact that it was this dude who was like, yeah, I'm... I'm going to go ahead and and watch my friends be deep faked into porn or or colleagues at the very least. So that's like trying to think of an equivalent, like just like your coworker, right? Finding a a picture of your coworker and someone deep faking their face onto some porn and doing that. It's like someone, you know, it's someone that like did not consent to it, of course. And you're just, that's like your thing. That's just like your thing. And his excuse was just dog shit, man. Like, his excuse was that, like, uh, there was tabs of it. I saw ads of it. The ads are everywhere. And I clicked on it because I was curious. And, and let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Um, Phil Franco, thanks for pulling this shit because um, this shit brought fury to my soul. Content a lot lately, which is part of how he got here. And I was, ugh, it feels so embarrassing to me. But I was on Pornhub, dude. I was on regular as normal website. And there was an ad. There's an ad on every f***ing video for this f***ing... So I know other people must be clicking it because it's on every f***ing video for a f***ing deepfake thing. And then I click it and I'm f***ing on this 
fucking rabbit hole. And I, I don't know. I got morbidly curious and I click something. And I, and I, it's just, fucking, it's, it's gross. It's gross. And I'm sorry. With his, look at, okay. I know this motherfucker's lying. And you know how this motherfucker's lying? Because first of all, he was like, all right, I was on Pornhub. Okay. And there was ads for it. And there was ads. Everyone's ads on everything. Now, look at healthy people consume pornography. And if you, and if you're consuming pornography healthily, by all means, right? It's, it, the people who are performing in pornography, they have contracts. It's consensual. They're all over 18. Ideally, Pornhub, get that shit together. But as as in, like, there is illegal stuff out there, but the baseline is on, man, not manufactured, but rather uh, produced pornography. They're 18 and over consenting parties, and there are regulations. They STD test like crazy. Like, I, I learned about it. I had took a porn class in college, and so they went over everything. There's like, it was like the from the feminist point of view. It's pretty great, actually. It's a great class. Go UC Santa Barbara, go Gauchos. Anyway, so I know a lot about kind of the precautions and, and the things about consent and the things that make pornography pornography. You know, it's it's the most popular film genre in the world. You know, there, there's action, there's comedy, there's pornography, and people will consume that by and large way more than everybody else, uh, any other content. So you're telling me, guy, you're clicking on your Pornhub, you, you know, you got you, – you, you have – yeah, actually, well, no, he's doing it on his fucking computer, so he's got his mouse in one hand, and he's left-handing, he's southpawing it all of a sudden, and he's clicking, and he says, oh, there's an ad for deepfake, okay? And you probably go to the deepfake place, and there's, like, celebrities, right? Look at uh, Scarlett Johansson, and look at this girl, and then there's some that I've seen the ads of, where it's, like, dropping a image, upload anybody. So it's actually, the fucking websites are encouraging people to upload those things, right? And so this guy's like, I got morbidly curious, and I went down a rabbit hole. Here's the thing about, and, I, and, and for those of you who consume pornography, I'm sure there's a relatable thread in here that I'm just imagining because you know, I'm just good. I'm a good boy. Um, but the concept is there's that thread where you are watching something, you see something, and you're curious, and you go, okay, Scarlett Johansson. I like Scarlett Johansson. Boom. It's not now, mind you, this is not right, any of this, but you're going down the rabbit hole. Like you said, you got morbidly curious. Then you go boom and you scroll and you're like, oh, Scarlett Johansson. Florence Pugh is the star of Black uh, Black Widow. Boom. You put it there, you click that, right? And you go down a celebrity rabbit hole. If like um, but this guy is saying, I saw potentially streamers or like uh, maybe Amaranth or something, a big name that they've probably done that to. And they go, oh, Amaranth, boom. Oh, my friend. Now, there's like one of two things. There's two reactions to seeing like your friend. And and mind you, one of the women that um, this happened to him as part of this clip, um, she does a rebuttal that we'll talk about in a second uh, about the situation. And um, she- you click it and you go, oh shit. And you pause it, you close it, control all delete, close it. And then if you're friends with that person, you you fucking either message them or you don't speak a fucking word about it and then you're done. You don't leave it on your fucking desktop in your tabs. You just don't. <laughs> like that, like that to me, that's the part. That's the part that's 
wrong. I mean, it's all wrong, but that's the part that's wrong in the story because he's over there crying with his wife and everything. She's in the background and they're making a big old stink about it. Oh, I was watching porn. There's an ad on every video and I didn't know what to do. And it's like, you look, there's an ad and uh, and, uh, I know other people must be clicking it because it's on every website because now he's trying to make it about other fucking people, not him. His wife's in the fucking background crying because he can't control this shit because it's embarrassing that he's not only looking at other women, which some women have issue with pornography consumption that's a discussion between couples but the fact that those are his colleagues those are people potentially close to him in the field so she's fucking embarrassed i don't know why she's in this video i wouldn't at that point i wouldn't stand by my man at that very moment so i'm in this rabbit hole and i don't know i got morbidly curious and i click something and it's gross and if it's gross everybody i can assume everybody in Sorry, <laughs> the horde face killer, the jib jab of porn. That's awful, but that's a dated reference that makes me laugh. I'm sorry, that is awful, but it makes me laugh. Jib jab is where you put your face in. It's like a, a copy and paste. It's like a shitty job. Anyway, it's gross. All of us is at we were either teenagers or got down a nasty rabbit hole where you're like, oh my god, I think this is a bit far for me. And then you just quit, swipe, quit, delete, and you you go on with your fucking day. And you hope one day you'll be better because this, this sometimes it's just too much. You're like, oh, man, triple penit. I can't do it. And then you're just grossed out by yourself and the capacity of things that you're curious in. And then you try to just, you know, I need to take a break from pornography. You step back and then you're good to go. You come back around when you're ready. This guy left the tab open. You left the fucking tab open. You f- and so you're li- I know you're lying. You just got caught. So I don't want to hear none of that bullshit, dude. That's... Some grimy stuff, man. Yeah, and, and the chat right there, that's an automatic divorce right there. And then the, they're saying whoever do deepfakes need to be prosecuted and they need to pay heavy fines. And um, no, uh, the dead said, weren't these sites supposed to be banning deepfakes? Um, no. The people, they're, they're, they're out there. They're prominent. Um, like there's all sorts of like other deep things. Now, this is one of the people that got caught in it. Uh, QT Cinderella. She seeks to sue adult video site over deep fakes using her likeness. And so she goes on, uh, and I saw the highlight from Philip DeFranco and she goes on and she describes like how she wants to go after these people. She wants to get this shit ended because she's paid websites or not. She's paid lawyers to do cease and desist to get these videos taken down. So she's spending her own money to counter these weird sex perverts that are keep putting her face onto porn. Now, mind you, you know, like it's a blonde hair, blue eyed girl in an industry or in, in on Twitch, her QT Cinderella. And there's an industry full of blonde hair, blue eyed people that that's easy drag and drop. So I'm sure there's like a ton of this stuff of hers. I honestly, I did not look it up. I don't want to add to that problem because fucking crying on stream. I don't want to add to that type of pain, but like the deep fake porn site in question is gained notoriety because Atrioc, another big streamer has caught using it in a clip quickly went viral. He says, apologize. And he got morbidly curious. So she went on a live stream of her own watching Atrioc's apology and condemned the Abuse of her and her fellow streamers' likenesses for these purposes. Uh, so I'll throw ahead and throw this on for a quick second just to see um, some of the highlight of kind of what she's mentioned. It's only a three-minute clip, four-minute clip, but um, we can get to the meat of it by this point. Let me see. Stupidest thing I've ever done. Genuinely, probably. And I'm sure everyone in the world... 
would tell me not to go live right now? I'm sure everyone would. I'm genuinely, I'm like, don't even want to look at my phone. I'm sure everybody's what pain looks like. There you go. Sorry, right here. I want to go live because this is what pain looks like. And I haven't seen this, by the this way. This is what clip. it looks like. Okay. This is what it looks like. Fuck the fucking internet. Fuck the constant exploitation and objectification of women. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. Fuck Atrioc for showing it to thousands of people. Fuck the people DMing me pictures of myself from that from that website. Jesus fucking Christ, Fuck people. Fuck you all. This is what it looks like. This is what the pain looks like. Okay. Why? Why? No fucking kidding. Why? Like. That's the cost, people. Like, that's the fucking cost. Like, for those of you who defend that type of shit, like, these are fucking real people. Streamers in particular, they're big names. There are some big streamers. And there are other streamers that are making a living out of it that aren't that fucking big. And so they get their face plastered on this. It's embarrassing. She goes on uh, from the the Franco clip that that continued on. She's talking about how it fucked with her body dysmorphia and how... She, she had to pay all that money and how it's fucking with other content creators who chose not to do that type of work to to maintain a certain um, – uh, there's uh, – how do I put this? There's certain people that look down on certain streamers for doing adult content. You know what? If you do adult content, that's fine. It's your fucking body. It's your fucking job. It's, 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 it's what you want to do. There's no skin off my back. People get mad at Twitch streamers, the hot tub Twitch streamers who are half naked in hot tubs in front of a camera on the front page where schmucks like me who are like, oh man, I put fucking hours and hours and hours into being a good content creator and I don't get into the views as her because she's just showing her titties. So the fuck what? Get good. I, I know I say we hate that. I know we have a policy of get good sucks uh, here at the Excellence, but like that's not your realm. The people who are watching that are not going to watch the Excellence. Just for the record, I, I figure. Or if they do, they kind of go back and forth on it. But for people to see this woman, real person, real pain. Now, you know, is it crazy for people to cry on stream and, and people think it's disingenuous or fake? Some people can think that. But after a fucking catastrophic event like this, it's good to put that kind of shit out there. Because if people have this weird fucking skewed perspective that this is okay... That these people are expendable. Now, I don't know what content she does. Uh, I mean, you know, like, is she just, is she doing the titty content? No, no she's fucking cooking. Now, does it matter what content she does? Absolutely not. Doesn't fucking matter what she's doing. But, like, go to her page. She's not doing adult content. None of this is adult content. Now, would would it be right either way? Absolutely not. I want to be absolutely fucking clear on that. Would it be right? Absolutely not. But she's just a person. Making cakes and shit. I don't know what she does. Does cosplays. Five video cosplays. I mean, she don't even do it that much. And so this is not, that was not her intention. Her intention was not to be that type of content. There's no baiting of like, oh, she's just she's just trying to, no, fuck that. 
Even if she was, still doesn't deserve it. But if you're trying to make that argument that she was trying to do something that alluded to this or that for some fucking reason she deserved this, she fucking didn't. She fucking didn't. It's fucking sick and it's gross. And (sighs) this dude's fucking consuming this shit. You got to do better. You got to do fucking better. Um, Let me see what the chat's saying. Uh, This is Chief. (laughs) Okay. I thought I said Chief Queef. It's Chief Squish. Sorry, for, I apologize for messing your name. The Twitter discourse around this made me want to throw my phone. The amount of people who thought QT was overreaction was, was overacting was insane. And then Rakeen, I don't know, because uh, sad QT makes me want to buy six more relevant jumpers. She doesn't deserve this, and neither does any other female creator. No. Like, the people who fucking, the, the her uh, Amaranth, and they jumped on her for having a husband, and then she found out she was getting beaten by her fucking husband? She makes millions of dollars on this platform. And people were like, oh, well, she deserves it. She needs to be with the, you know, that's what she gets for being a slut. It's like, get with the fucking program, people. Like, women can have sex. They can fuck whoever they want as often as they want and as many people as they want at any amount of time. All right? Get that through your fucking head. People can make content that is not sexual in nature online. And they don't des- and they don't want to be sexualized and they don't deserve to be sexualized. And you got to respect that. It's not even about what they deserve or not. It's about fucking respect, basic respect. People talk a lot about, oh, I need to earn earn respect for me. I need to do this. I'm so this. You got to respect me. Fuck. Everyone should get a basic level of respect until you open your fucking mouth and realize if you deserve it or not. Straight up. Content of your character. Happy Martin Luther King Day couple. Bladed. Content of your character. She seems like a nice lady. I don't know anything about her, but is she making cooking stuff? Sure. Can I enjoy cooking stuff? Would it be my thing? Sure. Maybe. But... I'm not going to be like, oh, you know what they should do? Drag her face into the porn so I can jerk off. It's like, what are you fucking doing? What are you fucking, what are you really doing? It, it's sickening and it's gross, man. And and uh, I want to go back to the discourse because uh, Chief Squish was like, uh, people are saying like it's her fault, man. I don't want to really bring it back up again because it's the Phil, I, I got a lot of this from the Philip DeFranco show, really. Um, but there was something that really pissed me off. Um, and it was me doing exactly watching the full clip. Like I just did. That was more of a test to see how I'd fucking react because I know I'm live and I know that, that it wasn't my first time live reacting in the sense that I knew I wanted to watch it. So I kept a serious fucking face, but then you got fucking Ethan Klein's bitch ass. And I say bitch ass because in this moment, I don't know how he is all the other times. I don't watch a show. I don't consume that stuff. Um, not that it's bad stuff or anything like that, but it's not a show I watch. Uh, there's some dramas and he's always kind of involved and, you know, and he's done some pretty good stuff in terms of, uh, fair use copyright law and stuff like that. Like being the the fucking, uh, the pinata for all the lawsuits of fair use and whatnot. Like he's done some good in that regard, but that does not fucking excuse what he does on this podcast regarding this fucking situation. It makes me fucking furious what he did. And I don't get furious over shit that don't matter to me. I really try not to. But we're talking about some of the higher echelon of fucking creators here. And they're just allowing disgusting opinions. They're allowing disgusting acts and childish bullshit to get in the way of something that's very fucking serious. Now, I don't. Tr- I, I try not to get too fucking serious on the show. I try not to be too fucking luxury. But uh, you'll see. You'll see in a second why I'm so fucking pissed off. Um Let's see here. Uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, I'm trying to get to the fucking clip because this will fucking piss you off. 
tossed around at them. Which also brings us to the response that has gotten so much attention, and that is of Ethan Klein and his podcast, The H3 Podcast. Right, because Ethan and his team, they're watching through the video, they then proceed to play a version of the Christmas song over her talking. Ethan's trying to cover up a laugh, there are fits of laughter, people kind of like having their hands over their face. Why? What is going Something, on with you? I'm sorry, don't don't mind me. You guys are yeah, like, real fucking funny people. Real fucking funny. It it's like who, who the fuck are you people to be la like laughing like this shit, thinking it's so fucking funny, uh, covering your face. Ah, she's crying because she got fucking turned into porn against her will. And then and then he comes back, you know, talking about like, oh, don't mind me, I'm sorry, uh, this was bad, I'm sorry for laughing. Uh, it's cutie Cinderella also trying to address his laughing fit. I'm sorry about the this. You know what, you guys, it's not funny, and I'm very sorry about that. Zach's a fucking psychopath and played the chestnut song, and it just that's fucking fake. <clears throat> That's a fake apology. Like, it's a fake, you like, oh, I mean? I'm just trying to get ahead of it. Cross talk about whether or not the song was played intentionally or accidentally until Ethan fessed up and said that he actually sent a Discord telling Zach to play it. But then uh, apologizing again. I was listening, though, and I'll say this. I'm 100% support her. I'll even, I want to donate to the cause. No, fuck you, dude. You can't just make a fucking joke out of it and be like, oh, I'll donate money. I'll, I'll donate money for being a piece of shit. Laughing in this fucking poor girl's face, man. Poor woman's face. What the fuck are you, dude? What the fuck do you stand for? When I talk about standing for something and like just being comfortable in what you stand for, that's what the fuck I'm talking about. Because if you think it's a fucking joke, then think it's a fucking joke. Laugh it up. Yuck it up. Be that guy. Be that fucking guy. Be that guy. Or otherwise, shut the fuck up and respect what she's saying and, and actually support it. And then donate. So you can tell people you fucking donate. Yeah, I donate to this guy. Support it. But don't fucking laugh at it and try to use money to apologize. Talk about, oh, I was paying attention, but there was music playing. Like, are you kidding? Yeah, uh, uh, AJ, uh, AJ Lestrange, let me go ahead and approve that. Yeah, motherfucker's hiding a laugh. Deflecting blame. You, you gotta do fucking better, people. And, and, and that's the fucking thing. The higher up you get, the crazier you get, the more yes-men you get. I get that, but there's got to be some fucking responsibility. There's got to be. There's got to be. And we got to start holding these motherfuckers accountable and, and get rid of these fucking uh, deep fake porn sites. And it's gross. Deep fakes, AI, the, the, all that type of stuff that we're flirting with, it's... It can't, there's benefits to defake technology for movies and creativity. You know, there's certain things that can be enhanced that way with that technology. But most of it being used right now, as, as we know, with most mediums, gets adopted by porn first. You know, radio probably got adopted by porn first. Movies got adopted by porn first. Fucking the reason why we use VHS tapes over Betamax was because of pornography. Same, and then the Blu-ray thing was also over a, uh, HD DVD, if you remember those, because pornography went Blu-ray and PlayStation 3's had them. Like, pornography leads a lot of these things in terms of technology, and what we're seeing right now is the thing that we need to nip in the bud, which is like, yep, this is gonna be used for that, but we gotta stop this shit. In the same way that I've seen a big uh, drop-off in the genre of, like, revenge porn, 
Like even if even as if it's fake consensual like revenge porn type situations, a lot of that shit's gone. A lot of that shit's off of the main mainstream stuff. And AI porn AI porn AI porn needs to be a part of that conversation of getting removed from the mainstream. And need, there needs to be some regulation. There needs to be some punishment. Um, and and yeah, it's going to be in the deep seeds of the internet that you can't get to every corner, but that's where we need to push it. There's a lot of things that we just need to go back to fucking sending the weirdos off into the wilderness, the proverbial wilderness of our communities, because this is the kind of shit that fucks people up. And the thing is teenagers and young people that are growing up, I'm not saying like, Oh, they're not gonna be able to handle it. But having that type of weird access to be like, oh, I can just upload my high school sweetheart or I can uh, the, my crush from the yearbook. I can put her fucking face in a porno. That's insane. And if that access is there, that's not a good that's not a good way to operate. It's not a healthy way to operate. Um, shit. When, when, when I was that age and I had a crush on somebody, I used my fucking imagination. What happened to imagination? You know, Um Oh man, all the girls just think real hard. All the girls that I ever wanted to do. Yep. It's there in my imagination. I like I didn't have to create it and share it with fucking people. And that's what it's going to turn to. I mean, if it hasn't already happened, it will. Where high school kids are going to get thrown into this fucking algorithm thing and the video's going to get spread around, it's going to look real enough and they're fucking going to be embarrassed and ruined. Um fucking reverse it. Let's be fucking crazy. And, and, and cruel about it. They're going to put it in like a, a dude in a gay porn. And they're going to say, yeah, look, see, he the fuck's dudes. And then and then that kid's going to be bullied and, and harmed and harassed. And it's going to be fucked up just the same. So if you think it's just women, it's both ways. So everybody, everybody's going to get fucked by this and can be fucked by this proverbially. You got you to gotta nip that shit in the bud. And you really got to like not be so fucking shitty. Just can we please not be so fucking shitty to people? I don't care if they're like mid-tier rich or somewhat successful on a platform. Are you fucking kidding me? Have some compassion. Have a little bit of fucking humanity, some fucking care. It's really upsetting, and, and I wish people would do, do better. Um, they're not, but the thing that you can do out there like watching and listening is do better yourself. If you're listening to my voice, just do better yourself, and and don't look for other people to do it for you. Um, and don't get mad when they don't do it or try not to get as mad as I anyway. Um, that's always been my thing. Um, uh, my girlfriend and I have talked about this and I've talked to other people about it where, um, I try to be kind, like it's an active thing I try to do. And, and sometimes it's part of me and sometimes it's obligation. Sometimes it's Catholic guilt. Uh, an example of this, and I know I'm trying to toot my own horn, but like, all of you donated money to the excellence and I bought the guys a nice dinner. Um, and I bought myself a nice dinner, of course. And we went to Fogo to Chow, had a great time and we ran up a pretty good bill. We were there for a lot of hours watching football, drinking, having a good time. And I wrote the bill, gave them a good tip and went about my merry day, signed off on it. We're good to go. They pulled the amount out of the original check. And I called them. I said, is that all the money that was taken out for the check? Was it, you know, was that the final number? And they go, yeah, that was it. We're good to go. And I said, well, no, I wanted to add a tip, a certain percentage tip. It was a pretty hefty tip. We put up, we ran up, ran up a pretty big bill. And the guy was like, oh, let me put you on the phone with my manager. I talked to the manager, and he, sound, he made it sound like I was fucking crazy for trying to go back in and tip the amount that we had allotted with our budget with the excellence 
the amount that the workers deserve, they did a really fucking good job there. If I go to shout Austin, shout out to them. They did a really good job. And I said, you know what? I don't like the fact that they didn't get fucking tipped or that the math didn't work out to where they didn't get fucking tipped. It bothered me. And so I called and I did that and I made sure that they got the tip. Now, did they get the tip? It hasn't been fucking taken out of my account yet, but I fucking tried. And guess what? The money's gone. It's not in my possession. The people that deserve to get it, I hope they get it. I hope that the manager didn't just fucking pocket it and say, oh, yeah, oh, it's just part of the this part of the till and didn't give that tip to the workers. I can only hope that he didn't do that. But all I could do was the best fucking thing I could do in that situation was to make sure that we didn't fucking stiff him on a nice dinner that we had. I, You know, that's what I can do. That's what's in my control. So uh, I'm just going to ask you guys to do what's in your fucking control. Um, when it comes to being kind and doing the right thing, you know, don't, don't screw people over. Don't be weird. Don't be fucking weird. And that brings me to my last point of the podcast. Are they allowed to take tips? Yeah. There's a tip at the end. Uh, you sign off on the tip. It, it's yeah. They're, they all worked really hard. The, the meat sword people are great. Um, this is Evan is cool. 45 people are just taking advantage of the internet using it for bad shit like this. Exactly. Now, <clears throat> here, here. <coughs> now, before we go, I have one more thing. Uh, this is from me. What a fucking lame-ass dork. I'm going to click on this video. I only saw... Oh, come on. I only saw a small portion of this. Um, this is a, a guy who's literally implementing the uh, Andrew Tate school of... I'm going to tell my woman what to do. And... I'm going to make the, I'm going to order for them and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And they're going to listen to me because I'm a man and a woman needs to listen to a fucking man. And so, uh, let's see. Uh, Oh, who's, who's, who's there? Someone just donated. I can't see, uh, or followed, I should say, but thank you for following. Let me see. Let me drive that to the front. I think it's gone now, but thank you for following. <coughs> oh, also real quick. Yeah. Stalkers would love it. Intrepid, intrepid as ducks. Yeah. Stalkers would, Oh, well, once again, don't be weird. Here's a perfect example of how not to, well, first of all, how to be weird and how it doesn't sound cool to do this. Check this out. I saw just the first 30 seconds. You're welcome. Piss me off. Thank you very much. So I liked what she had mentioned about the scallops. I thought that sounded really good. I'm a big seafood fan, so I think I'm going to do that. Let me order for you. I'll surprise you. I know it's you. I hate surprises. <laughs> You know this place better than me, so. Yes, I do. So what are you getting? I'm getting the ribeye. With the mashed potatoes. Okay. So what are you going to order for me, then? The ribeye with the mashed potatoes. Oh, okay. I'm vegan! You don't like ribeye? Not good here or something? Well, you don't want to add on any calories to you. No, but we're on a nice little date, so I think I can ignore it for now. I'll order you a Draco. What the f- mm, we're, Okay, I, I watched up until the first 30 seconds. I'll order you a drink that will suit what you're... This doesn't work, gentlemen. If you're a man out there watching, a lot of you are in our, in our demographic. This shit is insane. If you think this sounds cool, you are... Ooh, you are in a world of fucking confusion, friend. You're not my friend. Stop it. You can be my friend if you don't act like this. What the hell am I looking for? Something with less calories. Yeah, that is true. I mean, wine does have a lot of sugar. Oh. <laughs> are you kidding me? Yeah? Oh, shut the fuck up. Not many guys do. Well, I'm definitely a cut above the rest. No, you're not. Yeah, I think 
She's actually going to have what I'm going to have. What's that? Uh, I'm going to have the. So, 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 Stana! Um, yeah, I was going to do the soup. The fish. Is that okay? That's fine. Oh my. God. <laughs> I can't even fucking talk. Okay, I can't even order. He thinks he's being so nice. I'm not decent. Wait, she got a martini. I got sugar. My bill. Um, because <laughs> I, I do mind. I, I will go ahead and take no, it. No, no, no. L listen, I've had an experience like this in the past, and I do not want to repeat, so I will definitely. Well, that's not me. I that is you, motherfucker. Uh, okay. It's not an embarrassment. Like, I can also just cash out. No, here. it is. It's very much an embarrassment. Okay, okay. Don't know why that. Just not make a scene. Walk away. I you like to open the door. Thank you. That's really nice of you. All right, I'm just going to run into the, the car, if that's okay. No, no. Oh my god, okay. I could have gotten in there a lot faster if I just ran. Gentleman has to get the door. Okay, Motherfucker! Fine. Thank you. Ooh, ooh. Sorry, two more seconds. Bro, okay, some people fucking said that was staged. No, I mean, uh, someone said in the comments, you know, if staged or not, whatever. But they said literally, like, I heard... Ask any woman if they think this is authentic and listen to their replies. Um, there was one where she said, like... Um, uh, where she was like, uh, fuck, what was it? It was essentially, the premise was the uncomfortable chuckle that she did was genuine. And I'm looking at this and people were like, it's so absurd to the point of me doubting it's on this authenticity. Yikes, I really think that dude uh, like that insists that they're a nice guy is a red flag. Like, it's fine to think of, you know, that you're nice, of course, but something around the self-branding, I'm a nice guy, I'm a gentleman, reeks of angry insult energy. It absolutely does. Don't do that. And, and, and I kind of want to give a fucking ropes course to some of these people. I, I want to see what they're saying. Her face, it looked like she was being tortured. I would have skipped out the back. Oh, yeah, I would have. I would have definitely got the hell out of Dodge if I was in a situation like that. I've heard about dudes like this from female friends. No, they're everywhere. The bar is on the fucking floor, gentlemen. If you ever want to know where you know life goes in terms of dating, the 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 levels, not, you don't have to be that great to to be fucking sensational um let's see here if uh Rakeen, if i was a guy i want to let the lady or whoever uh she or will get whatever she wants and order have her pick the food uh yeah, like, yeah whatever wants her to have a fucking choice and my thing is here's the rules i'm gonna put it out there and you guys can agree with me you guys cannot agree with me but here's the rules uh, I, I kind of like this one a little bit. I don't subscribe to it, but it's okay. Who pays for dinner? Uh, 50 cents was... Uh, 50 cents. Jeez, I'm elderly. 50 cent was asked that on a talk show. They said, who pays for a date? And then he said, whoever asked the other person on the date. And I said, you know what? That sounds pretty cool. If a woman asked me on a date, she it would be the, under the assumption she may have wanted to pay. If I asked her on a date, it would be the one I'd pay. I'm like, okay, that's fine. But for me, a first date at the very least, I'm paying. I'm paying and I'm inviting her somewhere, not to fucking dinner, usually. It's going to be uh, you know, some brews, coffee, if you will. I've never done coffee, I don't like coffee, but it's some, some drinks, you know? And I let her order as many drinks as she wants, and usually I only match what she drinks in terms of she has one, I have one. If she has another, I have another. I try to keep it as comfortable as possible. I try not to overdo it. And I try not to... I try to see if they're the ones overdoing it as well. You know, sometimes they buy four or five drinks and that doesn't bother me. But the fact that they're drinking four or five drinks on a first date, I'm like, huh, you must, you must drink actively. I hope I can keep up. 
And that's not a big problem, but it's just a matter of like, oh, okay, that's something I perk up with. Is it about money? No. You got to assume that you're going to spend a lot of money on a first date. You just have to, and you're going to absorb it. And if nothing comes of it, you just absorb it. Do a lot of guys agree to that? No. Do a lot of guys like that? No. But that's how I was raised. You, 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 you go on a date, you ask her on a date, or you're on a date with a girl, and as the, let's say for me, in my instance, I'm a man, that's, who I, that's what I subscribe to, I'm going to go ahead and take care of the drinks. If you want to get dessert, go ahead. On a first date, sure, I'm, I'm a modern man, but the drinks, if it's food, I'm going to get the food. That's my promise. Or if it's going really well, I say you get the next one. That's my line. So, you know, you get the drinks and you take care of it. And some people say, well, these girls are going out for free meals and these girls are not going out for free drinks. That's for you to filter. That's for you to figure out. That's not on them. If they're scandalous and they're trying to go out there for free meals and, and just dating everybody just for that reason, then you got to vet that. That's on you. If you find a genuine connection with somebody and they seem really cool and they have great, you have a good time with them, but they're not feeling you and they don't call you back. Ideally, they don't ghost you. If they ghost you, it's fucked up. But they don't call you back or they say, hey, it's not working out or maybe I'm not interested. You leave it alone and you don't go, oh, that bitch cost me $200. It hurts. You're like, fuck, I spent $200 on a date. Shit. I thought I'd get a call back or a kiss or something. And, and, and that's the feeling you want to have. But they don't owe you shit. Your partner or the other person on the on the date don't owe you shit. They owe you the time that they gave you and you, they gave it to you. The conversation and 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 maybe a handhold or, or a laugh or something like that's what you're paying for. You're not paying for the fucking dinner. You're paying for the fucking time. And I kind of had this thought where it was like, you know what? You pay for the meal, and that and that is the fee to pay. And statistically, was it like men are the most dangerous thing to women? Like men murder women so fucking much, like a like a huge statistical percentage. That's the that's the toll you pay to be like, hey, I'm not gonna fucking murder you. Here's a hundred dollars in drinks. I'm not gonna murder you. Let's have a good time. Like, it's crazy. Like someone, I think it was godly, like terribly enough, it was Louis C.K. that was like, I don't know why you date us. We're fucking like dangerous. Like we're like bears. Like trying to date a wild animal. Statistically, you know, I'm not trying to make a bit too broad of a brush, but like that is what women have to deal with. Uh, there's people that have they have tracking apps like they check in with their friends. They say I'm at this location. I'm at this location for fucking safety. Now, are you the type of person that, that may need that or oh, you hope that they don't need that? Yeah, of course. I hope that a woman doesn't feel like or doesn't feel it necessary to check in every fucking location if we decide to move locations. Am I going to get mad if she does? Fuck no. Protect yourself. Make sure your friends, you know, make sure your friends know you're having a good time. And if you're having a terrible time, you you could just tell me no, and I can say, hey, you said no, and you step the fuck back. You don't go. I'm gonna order you the ribeye, and I'm gonna order you the drink because you need to watch your calories. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's not how people talk. And all of you watching this show, maybe maybe one person watching this show are not rich enough to be doing this nonsense. Not to speak to people like that, let alone women, a person you're trying to woo. Second of all, it doesn't work. You're not, because if you're dating around like that, you're not in that class. You're not in that place where that type of forcefulness, that type of thing, it doesn't work for everyday people for the most part in my experience. I'm everyday people. I don't work in the higher echelons of money or things of that sort. And it might work there. But if you're taking advice from these yokels on YouTube, then it's not for you. If, if you don't have a consultant, uh, and if you don't know how to even 
a probe for consent for those types of things to be a little forceful in terms of your demands and commands for women. Some women do like that. A smaller percentage than most people think. It's not like a built-in thing. Like some people are being sold. But some women may, oh yeah, I like when a man orders for me and makes him feel like he's in control. They might like that. But you don't open with that shit. You build up to that or you, like you said, probe. You figure it out. You ask questions. You listen. You you figure it out. Don't be fucking stupid. Don't be, don't be dumb. Anyway. Here, uh, intrepid as ducks. My friend has tracking on her phone at all times, and I do the same for her, though we're in different states. We call each other wifey and track each other for safety. Like, why the fuck do you need to do that is the main fucking problem. But, like, that's the problem. Like, why does that need to be a fucking thing? Because people are making weird deepfake porn and shit. That's why, because that shit's out there. It's real. Now, do you try to live in a world where you try not to live in fear of it? Absolutely. But are you also going to live in a world that's real and you've got to protect yourself? Absolutely as well. Like, you have to. It's it's the nature of the beast. So just make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Um, and men, don't give women reason to fucking be creeped out at you or weirded out at you. It's very easy. Kindness goes a long way. And I will say something to people like, girls, they're kind of take advantage of you and that's a good like I said, going back to the tip thing, going back to the things I'm saying, be nice at the expense of everything. If it costs you everything, I mean, not everything, but if it costs you, oh, a little bit of uncomfortableness, being nice, like, oh, I was nice to a girl and she declined me. Oh, okay. Then you leave it. You don't go, you stupid bitch. You don't do that. You just say, oh, it, it hurt my feelings. And you move on, you know? You, if you went on a good date with somebody, you respectfully, you lean in for the kiss if that's where the things are going and, and read and read and try to understand, look them in the eye and, and feel the tensions and the ebb and flow. If someone's not interested, if they're closed off, if they recoil when you get close, listen to those things and act accordingly. It's a, it's a dance. They call it a game for a reason. Not because it's something to be played triflingly, but it's something that has these unwritten rules and there's a there's a back and forth to it. You know, it's like a ping pong type of thing. You know, you, you just got to go with it. So, I don't know. I feel like I'm getting old. Life is going to hit them hard when they test his philosophies in the real world. No, you get restraining orders and you freak people out and you scare people and you... Create the cycle. You're the ones that create the cycle of like women I have to protect myself and I don't want to go on a date because this guy seems creepy. He does this. He does that. And, and, and it, it becomes real volatile. And the second you can stop being volatile and you can stop that cycle is the second this all gets better. That's it. And last thing, Rakeen, Chief Squish. I have a friend at work at Worship Him and, uh, and I'm like you. Better pick somebody else because he's going to tell you the wrong things that's going to get you hurt. Yeah. Well, that being said, I want to end this on a lighter note. Uh, if you have questions, leave them in right now. I'm going to jump into the game for a little bit. I'm going to go over. It's fine. Uh, we'll, we'll, you'll join me for some gaming. If I if I completely blow it, that's one thing. Um, but if it does really well on the game stream, I'll stay on um, and do it some more. I got my workout in. I'll work out a little bit more uh, later. Um, so... Let's go ahead and do it. If you have any questions, uh, go ahead and throw them in the chat. I'll give you a few more seconds. But if I can go all the way to the top, I want to answer that first question that someone asked real up there. There it is. Actually, it wasn't too bad. Zeus has decided that Olympus feels a little empty, so he's recruited some new gods. However, due to a clerical error, you have been chosen as a new member of the divine. What are you the god of, and what do you do as your first godly act? For me, 
Mine would be something very low level, and I, it's kind of silly. It's a joke. Uh, Rico here said, for me, I'd be the god of second chances. Like, when you fail at something, I descend from the heavens upon a guy having a shit time and whisper, it be like that sometimes, but not for you, G, and let them retry whatever task or event went wrong. I like that. That one's really good. Mine was very simple. I would want to be like the god of chickens. Because I, first of all, I like the god of chicken nuggets, right? Like that just sounds like a fun time for me because people are going to enjoy me for uh, eternity forever. But the god of chickens inherently has like a bunch of things going with it. I mean, like it's going to be chickens, it's going to be roosters, it's going to be hens, that type of – that that domain essentially. Because I want one to be able to like come down to earth and be like, all right, you guys hungry? Chickens! And then just be able to give people a, a source of uh, protein and deliciousness. And, and I'll be like, oh, here's some feed and because I can control grains, too. Uh, and they're all plump and fat and not full of GMOs. And so you'll be able to make all the chicken tenders you want and all the chicken nuggets you want. And if I can do hens as well, they lay the eggs. And so that they also have a sustainable way to keep eating and do and have other adventures and make bread and do all the cool things that they need. Make pasta, get some flour and stuff. And so I could just come down and in its purest form, come down and be like, nugget party! And I would be a god of the ages because, like, you would just, hey, you'd pray to me and I'd be like, all right, I'm the god of nuggets. And i go to your children's birthday party and I'd be like, and nuggets belong to thee. And then nuggets appear and then i go on to the next one because I'm not going to stick around for a children's birthday party, but that kid's going to worship me fucking forever. Maybe I'll pick a birthday or something. I'll pick a birthday and I'll be like, all right, it's your, I think eight-year-olds love chicken nuggets. Maybe, like, Eight-year-olds would be able to conceptualize infinite nuggets or, like, unlimited nuggets. So I'd want them to be like, at eight years old, I come down from the heavens, nugget party! And then that roar of people going, like, and children and and, and uncles, they're just going to be like, yeah! And I'm like, and my job here is done. And then poof to the next one. It'd be a lot of birthday parties, but, like, that is a good way to get worshipped forever and have no one turn on me. Not only am I helping, like, farmers and stuff like that, but I'm also helping the children. Think of the children. But only for those of them that pray to me. If they don't pray to me, you don't get no nugget party. The problem is, after that first party, though, everyone would pray to the nugget god, and i just descend from a heaven and just rain nuggets upon thee. That's my goal. Uh, let's see here. Uh, someone said, and I want to throw this back to you, uh, going along with the same question. Someone said, uh, for a dinner party question, uh, you are Jesus in this situation. Jesus chose wine as his blood and the Eucharist bread as his body. What would be your body and blood of Christ, if you will, if you were the Christ? I thought, I think the nuggets would have been the body. Everyone gets a nugget on their tongue and they, they do a Hail Mary and then they move along. And then the drink, I think, was going to be... Um, lemon lime Kool-Aid because it's my favorite Kool-Aid and they just <laughs> and then you drink a little Kool-Aid and it's delicious those are the things I love so I think that would be my thing um, there was another question in here uh, what's my face favorite fast food item I would get back um, I think it's called the Pizone was it called the Pizone it was yeah, or was it Pizzoni? What the? Yeah, it was the Pizzone. Yeah, I, I don't know if they're back. They say that they're back. This was 2019, but essentially it was just a pepperoni and cheese calzone, essentially. But it was just like a big disc. I remember getting one, and I thought they were just the bee's knees. Actually, no, I changed my answer. Chilies. I'm sick of your games. Chili's got rid of the original chicken crispers. Now I am on a health kick, and I realized that. 
um, original chicken crispers. Um, I was, um, I am uh, overweight. Of course, you guys know this, but I have had some. Uh, not, it's it's hard. It's it's important to say health issues because I need to admit that I have health issues. But it's something that's not like um, anything immediate right now in the sense that. Uh, it's not going to hurt me now. I have high blood pressure. I learned that I have like re- I had really bad high blood pressure. So now I'm on medication, uh, and I've have been eating a lot healthier these la- this last month. Um, fuck it, I'll, bl- I'll gloat on stream. I deserve it. I'm like one pound away from losing 20 pounds in a month, uh, and I'm very proud of that. I- I've been eating right, and I've been doing some pretty solid light bike workouts, some car- light cardio, and um, I have a long way to go still, but. I'm starting the process, but one of the things that I did in my fat assness was up, upload a bunch of chicken crispers into my mouth, and I would get a triple dipper, and on my fattest days, I'd get two, and I would just fuck up these original chicken crispers, and they just got rid of them like, la- like in, in, la- late last year, and these suckers are so good. They're beer batter. They're deliciousable. And I want them so bad in my mouth and I miss them, but they don't exist anymore. So I've not gone to Chili since they got rid of them because I just can't stand for that. They re- I mean, everything else is okay, but I actually went for the originals. So in a roundabout way, it's saving my life a little bit to not have these exist because I, you know, I am trying to lose weight. I am trying to be healthier. I don't need that cholesterol. I don't need that salt. I can't even imagine the salt content and I'm not even going to look it up. But ultimately... It's 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 better that they're gone, but I do miss them. And if I do have a uh, cheat day, and that goes with Rakeen, uh, what are your main goals for uh, maiden goals or main goals for 23, 23 and move all? Oh, main goals, yes. Uh, maiden goals. I got a girlfriend. She's taking me to Disneyland this weekend. Couples night. Woo! They closed the park. It's gonna be a great time. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be getting my blood pressure down uh, off of medic off of that medication, dropping at least if I can get to off a hundred pounds, which is very real a very real thing for me to be able to do uh it's gonna be very difficult but i have the capacity to lose 100 pounds and still be a very heavy person so um i'm 6'4 so i mean it's gonna be a little better but um i'm 20 pounds down after a month so i have a long time to go i'm gonna try really hard to get myself in shape but if i find myself a little bit higher than that but just looking and feeling a ton better and my blood pressure is down that's gonna be the fucking goal that's what i need to do it has to get done or if you uh, actually, it's it's on my mind lately. I know I'm getting a little in, introspective here, but um, the Wednesday Adams, the little baby actress from the '60s, she just passed away from a high blood pressure induced stroke. She was 62. My dad's 70. Like that's what my dad's 70, and like he's still got tons of life ahead of him. So 62, that's that's young. And if I double my life right now, that's 64. That means I'm halfway at my life right now. And and I and I can't stand for that. So I, I want to be around for you guys. I want to be around for my family, um, my partners, partners, my partner, or whatever you know, whoever that may be in the long run, could be this current one. Um, you know who knows? But I want to be around. I want to see my nieces and nephews get older. They're not that much younger than me. I want to see them do well. I want to see if I have kids, my kids do well. You know, those are the things I want. So that's what I want to take care of. Um, uh, could I get the Mariachi's Not Dead shirt in purple? I'm working on some stuff. Uh, yeah, if you message me on Instagram, I can make some of these adjustments. I got to fix the store. Um, I think we're going all unisex because um, the prices are getting outrageous and, and, and I'm tired of it. Even though I'm really underselling the shirts at $25, I might need to raise the price to make some sort of profit. Um, they'll still be discounts applied and stuff. But um, 
I could do some do that. Wolk, ¿qué pasa, comadre? What's up, Wolk? I don't speak Spanish. You know this. If you don't, I'm uh, not hablas español, pero uh, felicidades. Congratulations uh, for making it to the stream. Let's see. I'll be the dog god, and then dogs will rule the world, and I'll be healthier. Well, healthier people all get walks fed from a can. Gonna suck, but we'll be better people. Fierro Fires 616. Um, Calorie-free fried chicken. If I, yeah, I would do that. Uh, let's see. Keep up the grind. Appreciate the support. I personally know two people who are in kidney failure due to uncon uncontrolled high blood pressure. That scared the fuck out of me for you saying that. I didn't know kidney failure uh, was based off of that. I need to get this shit in check. Hopefully, they're older than I am. Intrepid as ducks. Um, do you and Marcos work out together or not? Marcos power lifts and he power lifts at off hours, not only early in the morning, but also late at night. We all, he also lives way the fuck south. He used to live maybe five minutes from here. And now he lives like 30 minutes, maybe 40 minutes driving. So uh, me and him don't work out together. Um, he's also on a different echelon. I have a lot to work on to get to where he's at. Um, he doesn't do a lot of cardio because he's got no knees from the military. So um, I got to work on a lot of cardio. I got to get that cardio up first. And then I'm pretty weak, if I'm being honest. I mean, I have a good base level strength, but I need to get my strength up a little bit more consistent. Um, and that's going to be starting probably next month when I get back from my uh, – probably halfway through next month, I'll probably start incorporating some light, light weights – um, because this is a lifetime change. And so, uh, I got to start slow and I don't want to lose the momentum that I'm getting going right now because, uh, yeah, I don't want to fuck up. Uh, but no, he's, yeah, no, he, he, it helps his brain. It helps his mental health. It helps him feel better. If he doesn't work out, it feels like shit. So I, I don't want to get to that point because I want to feel good no matter what, but I do need the endorphin high from working out. And I do need to get a little bit stronger. Um, and I can get a little bit stronger and I want to look better. I just want to look better. Uh, I'm tired of being a fucking fat dude. And I know there's a lot of shame and a lot of society that, that bleeds into that feeling. But I also want to know what my body can do in terms of its physical prowess and, and strength and, and uh, stamina and things of that stuff. I think like Aristotle was like, um, you know, be smart, but all, like it would be a shame if a man didn't knew the full ability of his body. It's like that's I want to feel that I want to know what that's like before I get too old or before I'm unable to do it. So, um. Yeah, but uh, um, Excellence in the Sega logo style. Oh, yeah, no, I, we can do a lot of parodies. It's just, Excellence is a long word, so it doesn't look as good. And you might not even, like, it's really long, and you probably wouldn't even know it's Sega. Anyway, this is a, I can't believe I did two hours of just talking to myself and talking to y'all out there, but uh, what a experiment. Now, like I said, I was going to do some, I am going to do some gaming streaming. I did buy this game for the stream. Um, so uh, that's it for the podcast. Thanks for watching. I'm going to just put this on pause for the live audience right now. I'll be right back. I'll put on commercial, get some water, and we'll go from there. But for those of you listening out there, thanks for listening on SoundCloud. And SoundCloud, what the hell am I talking about? Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere podcasts are found, you can find us. And you can find The Mexcellence at The Mexcellence Official on Instagram and The Mexcellence on all other forms of social media, on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at the underscore Mexcellence on Instagram. Uh, that's my personal page, um, SG Mexcellence on Twitter. And um, you can find us on TikTok. You can find all of our highlights. If you're just catching us for the first time or catching me for the first time, um, you can see all of the very minute or less highlights from our show. I'm starting to put the um, titles of the show at the end of the TikTok so you know where to find them. So, uh, yeah, thanks for watching, everybody, and thanks for listening. And, uh, yeah, you'll get some bonus content right now uh, with the 
hellish court sword fighting game and i'm it's going to be me going through the tutorial and figuring it all out i've only seen gameplay uh clips so um hopefully we'll figure it out uh thanks for watching and it's time for me to go and uh live audience stick around i'll still be around bye everybody you guys know what's going on bye mm -hmm.